Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And uh, see what he is up to. Going to chat with him about these... Uh, Yahoo apparently is uh, out there. What? And there's Dr. Jack Caravelli. How are you, sir? James. Good afternoon. Now uh, we were just talking before we went to our to our commercial break about this uh, situation with Yahoo. Uh, they have basically revealed that all accounts affected by their 2013 hack. Um, you are the cybersecurity expert. Break down this number for me. Roughly 3 billion accounts were breached, the company now says, up from its earlier estimate of more than 1 billion. Uh, the company has yet to disclose the cause of the breach. New information emerged after Verizon Communications Incorporated, which purchased Yahoo's Internet properties for $4.48 billion in June, received more intelligence about the breach with the help of outside forensic experts. This is absolutely amazing, my friend. Well, James, uh, first, uh, great to be with you again. Yes. Uh, it, is, uh, it is indeed uh, amazing. Uh, just for the reasons you cite, the numbers are staggering. I'm actually in the process of um, writing a book on cyber with uh, a U.S. expert and a British expert. You know, I was just in, the, uh, just in London. And, you know, I mean, it, what it does, among other things, is just continue this pattern of, you know, uh, frustrating... Uh, and even worse, uh, you know, data breaches uh, on various really well-known corporations. You know, we, you know, we're just a few weeks after the revelation by Equifax. You know, one of the three yes. major um, uh, credit uh, bureaus in America that about 144, 145 million personal files, files and data records, uh, uh, credit records, including. Uh, names and social security numbers and uh, addresses have been compromised. That happened several months ago. It was only recently announced. That cost the CEO of Equifax and his two chief security officers their jobs. Uh, but what it has done probably to the, you know, the credit um, uh, profiles of almost literally half the country uh, is, is terrible. So, you know, what, what I can't figure out is, James, in this environment, when there are so many well-known, publicized breaches like this, and now we add Yahoo to the mix, uh, you know, that we don't see evidence of, of more corporations doing at least the appropriate to protect themselves, and not only themselves, but, but also their customers. And... You know, that's really, really bad, and, uh, you know, we're, I'm afraid, again, given the, the, the long history of indifference and negligence from, you know, corporate America and beyond, that, uh, you know, we're going to see more of this. The, the one thing I'll say in the, uh, not, not to make this answer too long, but the one thing I'll add is the, the, the European Union, the EU actually early next year is implementing what they call GDRP. It's the 
the, those letters stand for the General Data Protection Regulations. The Brits are going to uh, adopt them as well. And basically what it says is any EU member or any company operating in the EU you know, by early 2018 must have in place a series of general data protection um, uh, security enhancements. And those that don't face really severe uh, fines. So it's not just in the EU. It, it's those countries, you know, like Microsoft, Google, probably Yahoo, operating in the EU. So I'm not always a fan of the EU, as you know, but I, I will say they have stepped up in a way we haven't. Uh, and until we begin insisting that corporations um, and governments, you know, take really much better steps to protect data, we're, you and I are going to have the same conversation over and over again. <laughs> yes, and unfortunately... Although and, I love talking to you. <laughs> yes, and I, I do too. It's just, uh, I wish we were talking about football and Vanity Fair and all that stuff. <laughs> well, I, I thought you and I were going to be in Vanity Fair. And, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, we've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. The Age of Hatred is the latest book from him. It is now available, and uh, Christmas is right around the corner. It is a it is a great, great read, and would make a great holiday gift. Buy that on Amazon. And um, doc, Dr. Jack, the uh, another situation that, that we had this week was this shooting in Las Vegas. There was immediately... All sorts of people saying it was, uh, and I always love this about about the uh, about the Muslims and the and the terrorist organizations. They immediately uh, take responsibility for things, even though it, sometimes it weighs out that they had nothing to do with it. Um, <laughs> why is that? Why does that happen? <laughs> well, I just I, find I, that I, so well, strange. All, we, well. <clears throat> You know, I mean, I, I guess that's part of the time we live in. We, you know, almost anyone, anytime, anywhere can, you know, make claims if they've got access again to the, you know, to the Internet and they, they have no conscience or social responsibility in the case of ISIS. Uh, you know, we, we've seen this before. You're, you're absolutely right. There have been, uh, I will add a slightly different note, James, that many of the claims ISIS has made uh, actually, it turned out to be correct. Now, in, in the case of the, the terrible, terrible events in Las Vegas, uh, to my knowledge, you know, at present, you know, there's no evidence that, that they're right on this. Now, you know, again, that's very preliminary. Uh, but again, there's nothing that suggests that, um, you know, this, uh, this individual who created this heinous act, uh, you know, had, had any ties to them you know, whatsoever. Now, again, we need to be a little patient and just, you know, hold our final judgment. But what it, what it says, I think, about the terrorist organization is they'll do anything desperately to get uh, relevance or to keep, uh, keep relevance or to show that they're still functioning. They're, you know, under Donald Trump, they're taking uh, terrible losses in the Middle East, uh, Raqqa, Raqqa and Mosul, uh, two of their strongholds in you know, Syria and Iraq, uh, you know, our uh, military, you know, working with some local partners uh, ha has done just terrific work. Uh, so, you know, they're, right now they're on their back heels, and that's, as you know, something I wrote about in the book The Age of Hatred. 
So there's, you know, regarding fighting terrorists, there there has been some very good news in the fact that, you know, they they may be making these claims, uh, you know, for, you know, in Las Vegas, uh, you know, may well be just a sign that, again, they're desperate for attention and, uh, you know, let's hope that, you know, that's all it is, is, Terrible as the act was. We've got our good friend, Dr. Jack Caravelli, uh, with us today here on our big broadcast. And uh, Dr. Jack, you mentioned the Equifax thing. Break that down for us real quick, my friend. Well, Equifax, I mean, uh, probably all of us, uh, one way or the other, have our names and, and credit histories, voluntarily or not, in one of three or maybe all three uh, U.S. credit agencies when we you know, apply to buy a house, to buy a, to buy a car, you know, the, uh, the, the potential uh, sellers will, you know, l- look at something like Equifax and say, you know, you've got a great credit score, you've got a poor credit score, or whatever. You know, it's those three. Um, Asperian, I think, is the other, is another one, and uh, TransUnion is the third. So there's three of them. In the Equifax case, uh, A, in fact, I was just reading more of it this morning uh, as I was, uh, working on the chapter, uh, Equifax had received notice uh, some months back from the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, uh, that there was a potential vulnerability uh, in software that they and other companies were using. Now, according to testimony given by the uh, now former CEO of Equifax, because his last name is Smith, uh, and again, it cost him his job, uh, he claims in testimony given in the last few days on Capitol Hill to, to Congress uh, that uh, Equifax passed along that warning from DHS uh, that the warning was indeed uh, given to, I guess, an underling at Equifax, but he, whoever that individual was, failed to pass along uh, the request to fix the uh, software vulnerability to the appropriate people. It was Again, so the CEO claims a, a one-person mistake. Well, you know, we don't fully know if that's the, the case or not, but, you know, what we do know is now, uh, you know, literally uh, about 145 million of our fellow citizens, you know, have had their, uh, you know, credit information, you know, which can be pretty extensive for many of us, um, you know, compromised. Now, we don't know what's going to happen to all of it. We do know that... Social security numbers that are um, uh, taken can be uh, used and sold. Uh, what I would suggest to all the listeners is, you know, check on this. Uh, we, we need to demand of the three credit companies, James, that they better protect the data. There are ways to do that. Uh, you know, there are some uh, good articles on the web about how to do it. But anyone concerned about the data breach and there should be many, really need to take the time, unfortunately, uh, dig a little bit, uh, contact Equifax, you know, demand responsibility, you know, demand protection, uh, and I think we're going to see in the months to come uh, hopefully some effective legislation that will really force uh, these three uh, companies to, uh, you know, one way or the other, uh, either lock down or, or let the owners of that information uh, control more than they can today, uh, you know, their, 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 the safety, the security of their credit information. So it is a terrible breach of faith by Equifax. They deserve 
nothing but contempt for this. Uh, but again, you know, the more important thing will be how to find answers, you know, let, let the consumers be aware of what's going on, yes. take action, and put pressure on them. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. Now, um, Dr. Jack, you also uh, recently came back from Europe. Uh, give us give us your take on, on that, uh, on on what people are saying about the United States and, and what you're learning and, and everything else uh, on your on your trips around the world. Yeah, happy to do it, James. The you know I was in uh, I was in Rome and London on my kind of grand tour of Europe, um, and you know the one thing that comes clear. Uh, you know, in both cities, as well as some travel outside the two capitals, it simply has been that, uh, you know, it, there's, a, there's just a great uncertainty about, you know, where the United States is. Um, I was in London. The last days I had in London were, were during the Las Vegas shootings. And I have very good friends who are uh, conservative, uh, who serve in the U.K. government, who serve in prestigious UK law firms, and every one of them just cannot begin to understand, you know, the U.S. culture, number one, of gun ownership, and we are, you know, probably unique in the world, and that's, you know, that's fine, but, you know, what I think angers and frustrates, you know, our, our friends more than anything is the repeated failure, you know, of our government to, to really, you know, systematically, you know, address these kinds of issues. Uh, you know, there were many, many thousands more of our citizens killed by guns than have been killed by terrorists. Uh, you know, and that's, that's just a fact. The, now, I, I know that cities like Chicago, you know, where gun violence is brutal, have very tough gun laws. So I, I am not implying that you can just pass a bunch of laws and, and fix the problem. It, it's obvious that you can't. But what I think Americans, as well as you know, again, our friends around the world have every right to expect is, that, again, that we as a nation and, and the states in, in America take actions that at least address some of the most obvious in terms of gun registration, times of buying guns, uh, the bump stock that was talked about, you know, used by the shooter in Las Vegas. Either we look at the problems that can be addressed, and again, they're not a panacea, but I, I think after what, 58 or 59 million, uh, 58 or 59 more citizens killed, you know, about 500 wounded in one shooting, you know, I mean, my, my God, where is our, you know, willingness to act, and uh, are we so indifferent to the lives of our fellow citizens that we, we just don't do anything? So, again, uh, you know, those that like America, and there, there are those countries still out there, are just puzzled by our real failure to act, and you know I hope the the next trip I take will be able to you know say something positive about our willingness to address at least some of the problems. But right now we we look like a a great nation that is losing its way. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, you are correct on that. Now before we let you go, Doctor Jack, I want to hit one more topic here with you, my friend. Um, this this has been just an interesting one, I guess you would say. Um, there, there is a rumor that the uh, Trump White House is getting ready to discard everyone's Social Security numbers. Uh, they basically have said that uh, Social Security numbers are obsolete in the modern age. 
the Trump administration is exploring ways to replace the use of Social Security numbers as the main method of assuring people's identities in the wake of this Equifax situation. Uh, the administration has called on federal departments and agencies to look into the vulnerabilities of employing the identifier uh, tied to retirement benefits as well as how to replace the existing system. According to Rob Joyce, special assistant to the president and White House cybersecurity coordinator, that ought to be your job. Uh, <laughs> he says, I feel very well, strongly. He says, I feel very strongly that the social security number has outlived its usefulness. He said Tuesday at a cyber conference in Washington organized by the Washington Post, every time we use the social security number, you put it at risk. Um, what do you make of this, Doctor Jack? I, I just find this so strange that they would they would look to get rid of the social security number. Well, you know, it's a, uh, I've, I've heard the same things, James. You know, it's it's a great talking point. Um, you know, the social security number again is you know we you know we're sort of born with or we get when we're young. Most of us, uh, you know, I can tell you my social security number is very well worn. Um, at this stage of my life, but and we never, again, the, I think part of the point uh, the choice is making is that, you know, the good and the bad news is what you and I have talked before, and you've been terrific at, you know, focusing a spotlight on these, these data protection issues, when the good and bad news of social is simply that, you know, you, you can't and you never change it. Uh, and that's what we were talking about earlier. Once, you know, you, you can change a computer password, you know, every day, I guess, if you want. Uh, but your Social Security number literally stays with you from, you know, from, from birth to your grave. Um, now, you know, having said that, uh, is there a better system out there? There, there may well be. Uh, but, you know, I guess my question would be, you know, it, it would be enormously complicated to try to change the system. Uh, and I guess all I would say at this point is, you know, it, it's one thing to criticize, but, you know, if, if Joyce in the White House, uh, you know, would really be challenged to create. Again, criticism is easy, creating something that's new, more effective, and, again, something that we, you know, take through our lives, uh, presumably, you know, for benefits like Social Security and all the other <clears throat> ways that we use it to identify ourselves, you know, that, that's going to be the real challenge. Can it... Can it be done? Yeah, but I, I haven't heard the solution. I, I've heard the criticism, but I don't know what the answer is. It is Dr. Jack Caravelli, and uh, he joins us today here in our broadcast. And, and, and one, one final little fun topic here with the doctor, and that is uh, football. Uh, what do you make of the recent protests and some of the down ratings and some of the different things? Because the thing that I don't understand is why can't we just watch sports to watch sports? <laughs> That's well, what I don't understand, my friend. Well, uh, James, see, you're, you're dating yourself as well. <laughs> the, uh, you know, to a, to a time when America actually was able to divide sports and entertainment away from, you know, its politics and sort of cultural uh, problems. You know, I, uh, real quickly, I was, I was actually in London this past Sunday, and I watched, you know, an NFL game, uh, the, um, I think that, uh, it was the Chargers, uh, you know, we're playing at Olympia Stadium uh, in London, and, and there was, I'll tell you, there was a very big crowd, and many, not all, of the, uh, of the players uh, knelt down. And then they stood for the, uh, the U.K. anthem, you know, God Save the Queen. Uh, 
uh, I, I thought that was really unfortunate, uh, you know, particularly overseas. Now, you know, for you know, from my view, look, the, you know, the players can, you know, uh, protest whatever they're protesting, racial injustice or whatever, all they want. I think it's a, uh, it, it, it's it's a misplaced kneeling uh, for the national anthem. Look, you've, you know, you've got billionaires taking a kneeling with millionaire players. Uh, you know, which is kind of ironic. Uh, you know, part of my view is, you know, a- any of those players or owners, you know, the, the want to go to a a, a, a a nation with, you know, much greater social justice. You know, try going to Russia or China, you know, and, and, and see what kind of reception they get. Uh, we, we are a flawed and imperfect nation by far. Uh, with still many racial problems that we need to address and save. We've come up certainly a long way in my lifetime, uh, you know, I suppose on one hand, I don't object to the players and owners kneeling. You know, I, I, again, I think they're probably, uh, you know, it, it's a sign of disrespect probably to the flag. You know, I suppose they've got the, you know, the First Amendment right, you know, to kneel. Uh, you know, that's great. That's, I guess, why we fight. But, you know, more effective than I would be more respectful of their thoughts and feelings if, you know, instead of the, uh, you know, the two-minute kneel, you know, some subgroup of them, owners and players, you know, formed a group, a committee, uh, did something that was proactive uh, in addressing, you know, the, the societal problems that they're protesting. You know, to take a, take a two-minute knee, go out and play, get paid for the one, that one game they're played, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, you know, I mean, it, it strikes me as, you know, the very lowest co- common denominator. So if they're really offended, you know, do something that is more tangible, more effective than just kneeling down for two minutes before a football game. You hit it right on the head, my friend, as you always do. I, I appreciate yeah. you making time for us today, and uh, we will talk to you hopefully next week, my friend. Uh, that sounds good, James. Best to you and best to all of your listeners and our thoughts and prayers to all those affected in Las Vegas. Definitely. Thank you, Doctor. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, my friend. Thanks. That's Dr. Jack Caravelli on our big broadcast. We love Dr. Jack Caravelli, and uh, he is absolutely amazing. We are going to take a brief timeout, and when we come back, we've got more coming up. On the other side, it is the world-famous Cheeky Cheguire Radio Broadcast. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.